beginning You could take the substance from the soul In the beginning, yeah In the beginning You could leave a message for us Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and all interdimensional and interplanetary beings who may be listening across the vast expanse of time and space. My name is Mad. Welcome to the Conspiraporn Podcast, brought to you by www.conspiraporn.com. I'm working on uh, keeping the Conspiraporn website updated more frequently uh, without just being a meme machine and without being too politically motivated. Uh, so I hope you'll stop by as I'll be updating it with some new features every couple of days. And that brings me to a point, which is this. I, I want to build upon uh, the website and this podcast. So if there's anyone out there who might want to or be interested in writing uh, some featured articles or would like to record some segments for this podcast, please feel free to reach out. Or if you just have some feedback and opinions or critiques you'd like to share, you can reach me at conspiraporn.com or through my email at mad247 at weirdness.com. And I'd love to brainstorm. And likewise, if you're listening right now and you have me on Facebook or Instagram, please feel free to reach out and say hello. I have no delusions of grandeur, uh, but it would be cool to reach out to as many people as possible with all of this. And that, indeed, is my goal. Now, ultimately, the goal is for this to serve as an outlet and a uh, creative and intellectual outlet uh, for me to ask some questions and perhaps provide some answers and to just speak my mind and share some news and infotainment. And as I've said before, this humble little podcast has no specific format or themes that it's going to cover. It's open to pretty much any type of, of topic. Um, there's also no time frame. It might come out every week. It might come out every couple weeks. It might come out twice a week. It might be 10 minutes. It might be 20 minutes. It might be an hour. I don't know. And while there's a lot I'll undoubtedly wish to discuss over the coming episodes, uh, I want this podcast specifically uh, to be open to your feedback and suggestions and topics that you would like to hear covered. And I'm hoping to start providing some interviews soon. Um, both through the Conspiraporn website and this podcast, so any suggestions on that end are very welcome as well. And likewise, I've been playing a lot of my own uh, original music on this show since we started, 
And I'd like to hear from bands and musicians out there who would like to be uh, interested in being featured on this podcast. I'm also open to running short advertisements for anybody who might be interested in that. So for the love of God, if any of this appeals to you, uh, then hit me up and I'll respond as soon as possible. Uh, I also have a full-time job and a lot of other creative goals on my plate right now, um, but I'm always open to brainstorming or helping to provide an outlet for creative individuals to share their thoughts or share their art. <clears throat> now, before we continue, I originally planned for today's episode, which is episode number five, to cover a brief history of modern-day ufology, as well as a rundown uh, of a handful of the cases I find most intriguing and interesting. Uh, but I've decided to wait until next week's episode to deal with the topic of ufology, so I hope you'll stay tuned for that. And likewise, uh, last episode and episode four, uh, which uh, we, we touched upon the topics of ancient cave art, uh, primitive shamanism, psychedelics, and the origins of mythology. So I hope you'll uh, go back and check out episode four if you have not yet done so. And to start out today's episode, I'd like to share a little bit of a sobering piece of information in regards to the literacy rate in the United States uh, according to the National Center for Educational Statistics, as well as some other sources which I've run into, uh, the rate of illiterate adults in the United States is anywhere from 14% to 21%, which would account for some 30 to 40 million adults out of a total U.S. population of around 340 or 350 million people. Now, let me state that the definition of being illiterate, according to these studies, is one who is truly unable to read as well as those who fall behind a reading ability that would register below a fifth grade level. Now, to me, that is a staggering statistic, which is made even worse when we consider the fact that probably another 30 million Americans simply do not read uh, because they don't like it or they don't enjoy it. And millions more of American uh, adults who do read uh, likely only read from sources which feed their own narratives or their political bias in which they choose to believe. Now, that is to say that millions more Americans read, but only from select sources and viewpoints, uh, which they seek out in order to feed their own beliefs. They don't read from multiple sources or compare information, but just accept what they are reading at face value. So we're looking at damn near half of the adult population of the United States who either can't read read below a fifth grade level, or choose not to read because they don't like to, or if they do read, they are only reading from sources which encourage their own viewpoints of the world. And this is a sobering bit of information, uh, but it goes a long way in kind of explaining what's happening in the United States today, and how so many people are plugged into the television, or the version of reality which mainstream media is pumping into their heads. By and large, we are dealing with a population of undereducated and over-opinionated people, are too lazy or apathetic to seek out more information and cross-reference their sources and have an open-minded point of view. Now, uh, this isn't me saying that all Americans are undereducated and lazy and stupid, uh, but it's just to highlight a systemic problem of illiteracy and how that plays into the situation we see in current events in terms of the mass population. <clears throat> There's a quote from Mark Twain in which he states, the man who does not read has no advantage over the man who cannot read. And I would believe that to be true. Now, in relation to the information that I just shared, I've decided to read a short little piece I recently wrote for a website, which is essentially, it's serving as my personal blog at the moment, and that is at primordialproductions.info. 
Uh, It's a piece entitled Fight Fiercely for Your Individuality. This may sound sensational, or as a bit of an overreaction to some of the readers of this piece. Yet the truth remains the same regardless, and that is to say that we are in the midst of a spiritual war that seeks to influence and manipulate the hearts and minds of the majority. And unfortunately, the majority are buying into it, not only due to outside influence, but by personal choice. The majority need to feel like they belong to the right side of history, as dictated by those who aim to control history and rewrite it as it's taking place. The majority seek to demonize the other, all while not realizing that they are the other, which they are trying to blame and shame and hold as inferior to their own outstanding moral judgments. When I say fight for your individuality, I'm not talking about the ego. I am talking about what makes you different and unique from the rest of the crowd and best exemplifies your true heart and creative spirit. I'm not talking about needing to argue your point or prove the validity of your opinions. I'm speaking to keeping in tune with the highest forms of self-expression and free thought within yourself, which should be in constant development and evolution. Fighting for your individuality and self-expression means being willing to stand alone in a crowd without the need of support or agreement from anyone, aside from your own conscience. It means not being afraid to speak your mind and raise your voice, regardless of whether or not you might be deemed politically incorrect by family, friends, or co-workers. Yet again, it's not speaking from a place of ego or argumentative opposition, but in the vein of staying true to your own instincts and intuitions, regardless of how that might rock the boat of consensus viewpoints and manufactured notions of reality. If 2020 and 21 has revealed much of anything, it is that it has become a world of false left-right paradigms, which are meant to hurt us into easily defined corrals of uniformity, where you are either black or white or up or down, but there can be no middle ground or gray area between these two extreme divisions, though they are actually just two wings of the same bird, pretending to be in such drastic opposition in order to manipulate our emotions and direct our actions. The politicians and media and social engineers are controlling the narrative so much that anyone who does speak out in the middle ground or the gray area is either silenced due to community standard violations, marginalized through the social media dictatorship, or dubbed a crazy conspiracy theorist. Likewise, they are deemed a part of the radical right or the radical left, depending on which accusation best suits the agenda of the narrative at the time. In this hypocritical vacuum of reactionary ignorance, it has basically become such that you simply have to be left or right, because to be otherwise is beyond the comprehension of media or the average person who is being force-fed their beliefs by the television and their chosen sources of mainstream news and information. Tragically, independent thought, critical thinking, rationality, and logic has little place in the birth of this new decade. The only equality that the powers that be truly care about is that we are all equally compartmentalized, neutered, herded into little groups of thought and opinion, and that those opinions aren't even our own, but are dictated to us by uh, constant bombardment and inundation of corporate-influenced media outlets. The powers that be seek to control human growth and development so long as it still fits into their goals and political agendas. Most of the causes of social justice are, in fact, political movements designed to keep us plugged into the very system that seeks to control and oppress us. 
We often see this truth most exemplified every election cycle, as the same tired tropes of progress are dusted off and shoved in our faces time and time again, fueled by the media's desire for ratings. To be quote-unquote woke in this generation usually means to be thoroughly inundated into a political scheme or psychological operation of disinfo and misdirection, now an easy-to-digest meme form. We are stuck in the loop of an endless news cycle, constantly regurgitating the same four expert opinions over and over again, programming us into becoming automatons and listless conformists, herded cattle to be degraded and abused, and as stereotypical representations of mass mediocrity, which is to be disrespected and not taken seriously. To say trust the science in this day and age is to basically say trust the system. Trust your corporate masters. Trust the government. And a vast amount of people, indeed, are doing just that. The dependency upon government stimulus and bailout is becoming so frequent that if the population was told to bend over and take it, we are quite literally arriving at a time in human history in which it may be viewed as standard procedure, in which we thank them for the opportunity. We are serving as active facilitators to our own degradation. But the point of all this is to say, find your voice. Make sure that your thoughts and mind are your own and not just parroting of a news outlet or consensus viewpoint of the left-right. Don't let your righteous anger be manipulated by a roulette wheel of worthless politicians of which their sole purpose is to rile up further turmoil and division for the sake of getting people to the polls and voting. There are a lot of people out in the world who love to hate and need validation that you hate with them. They don't even realize what they are doing. They just love to feel any emotion, even if it's a negative one, because it makes them believe they are being legitimate and sincere. Yet all the while, the social engineers are what is churning out the hate and churning out the fake social outrage and impotent movements designed to herd humanity into causes of conformity. And they will keep churning out the fear and division uh, as long as the ratings sustain. Also, don't buy into the trolls on social media who love to incite conflict for the sake of it. They are pitiful losers and half the time aren't even real accounts, but just more fake bullshit meant to stir the pot and turn us against each other. Fight for your individuality and your truer self and never stop seeking that inner intuition and unique creative spark. Never stop seeking information and knowledge from a wide variety of sources while formulating your own opinions. Because for every inch we give, they will take three more. And for every bit of our individuality that we give, they will insert a program to assimilate our personality. Unplug from the fake left-right paradigm and seek out those who are not so easily manipulated. Find your tribe. They are out there. Though social media seeks to neutralize their viewpoints. Be original, be unique, be yourself. And that concludes the article, which you can find at primordialproductions.info. Like I said, that's basically serving as my blog for the time being. So uh, I try to update that every few days, a couple times a week. So I hope you'll check it out. Primordialproductions.info. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I never mean to sound like I'm preaching or speaking from a place of authority, because that is far from the case. I am an extremely flawed human being, and I suffer and battle with a lot of negative traits and thoughts and moods and emotions, and I'm not exceptionally smart or exceptionally talented. 
I'm just a human being who is daily and moment by moment uh, trying to be a little bit better when it comes to those things which actually matter. I'm not trying to be a better worker or a better consumer. I'm not trying to be a better binge watcher of Netflix or a better player of video games or trivial pursuits. I'm trying to be a better human being all while accepting myself uh, for who I am and discovering a little bit more about myself and my truer nature a step at a time and day by day. And if we all did this, uh, then perhaps the world would be a little bit better place. So uh, when I speak out on these podcasts or articles, I'm never trying to preach from a place of authority or wisdom. I'm just trying to speak life to truth as I see it and resonate with my own conscience and consciousness. And I hope this all perhaps vibes with the conscience and consciousness of a few other people out there as well. And who knows, maybe that vibes with more people who then vibe with more people. And before you know it, we've reached a million human beings with some useful information and a positive perspective. And I want to emphasize something again. When we're talking about the politician and media outlets, we are talking about big business, uh, big businesses that deal in ratings. We're dealing with a corporate infrastructure that is desperate for attention and desperate for ratings and desperate for votes and ad placements and desperate to remain relevant. So they shove it down our throats at every opportunity and try to create and dictate reality and where people are focusing their attentions. Uh, in so many ways, as ultimately we are talking about money and power, but in today's society that relies heavily upon ratings and politicians' uh, approval ratings. They need for us to remain plugged in and easily manipulated due to our political viewpoints, which has increasingly become an issue of right versus left and American versus American. And I realize there are many listeners or just many people out there who will question me with wanting to know who they are. Uh, to many folks, when you start talking about they or them or the powers that be, uh, they automatically assume you are wearing a tinfoil hat of a paranoid delusional or that you are a MAGA supporter or part of QAnon. And let's not even get started on MAGA and QAnon. Uh, that craze, which for all intents and purposes was a psyops that was established to marginalize every possible conspiracy as falling under the same umbrella of supposed right-wing extremism. But again, I ask, who are they? <clears throat> Well, my friends, they are the international banking conglomerate and the mega corporate overlords of thought and opinion, working hand in hand with many high ranking politicians around the globe and always utilizing the media and very well paid social engineers in order to guide and manipulate the public opinion uh, in order to keep us plugged in into the proverbial matrix and remain useless eaters and consumers and workers and drones that keep the system of control in place. And I want to express we're not dealing with a we're not dealing with interdimensional reptilian shapeshifters here or immortal geniuses from other planets or superior superior intellect or people with unlimited resources. We are sadly and unfortunately dealing with human beings who reside in the realm of the elite. The wealthiest of the wealthy and all of their subordinates who have sworn their obedience and subservience to the cause of the globalist new world order. And these days, many will even scoff at the term NWO as being some uh, masturbatory fantasy of the delusional conspiracist. 
But you can find the term often used time and time again by the politicians and the global elite. And in fact, our current president, Biden, has declared the need for a new world order several times throughout his decades-long career. Biden, who himself is a high-ranking member of the Council on Foreign Relations, or the CFR, which is nearly as formidable as the UN itself and was established around the same time as the United Nations. Uh, when we're talking about globalist organizations and the plans and agendas uh, behind a new world order, uh, you can find it everywhere. And uh, a bit of a change of subject, but have you noticed that guys like Bill Gates have been taken out of their mausoleum in order to constantly try and influence public opinion over the past year or two? Bill Gates has been in the news more in the past two years than he has in the past 10 years, and it's always about COVID-19 and the need for mass vaccination of 80% of the population and plans to block out the sun in order to fight global warming. Uh, but at the end of the day, while Gates might have hundreds of billions of dollars at his disposal, he is still merely a player and possibly even a pawn when we're looking at global powers and influences behind the scenes. Guys like Bill Gates are by and large scapegoats and not masterminds. And on some level, every single person who could be classified as a conspiracy theorist, every single person could be classified as a conspiracy theorist, because there's nobody who believes politics and the media or even science or the pharmaceutical industry uh, to be completely trusted. Everyone believes in a so-called conspiracy on some level. It's just a matter of how deep we are willing to dig it doesn't matter if you consider yourself right-wing or left-wing or black or white. On some level, I honestly believe that every single person, at least in America, believes in one form of conspiracy or another. And that isn't just designated to today in 2021 or having anything to do with the presidential elections or COVID or masks or any of that. But perhaps they believe in the idea of conspiracy when it goes back decades, uh, whether it be JFK's assassination uh, political assassinations in general, uh, the Federal Reserve, or topics such as CIA mind control experiments, or the negative aspects of the Catholic Church, or the negative aspects of Zionism, or global human trafficking, or the events behind 9-11, or Waco, or UFO abductions, and the list goes on and on. And my friends, if you believe in any historical conspiracy... If you believe Earth and the planets of our solar system revolve around the sun, then you are a heretic, and in another time, not so long ago, perhaps two or three hundred years ago, you could have been burned at the stake or publicly executed for having some crazy beliefs. You would have been taking a stance against the Catholic Church and the mandates of normalcy and would have been considered in, to be in cahoots with the devil. Now think about this, ladies and gentlemen, for hundreds of years in Europe— you would have been publicly executed for standing against the establishment and the established rules of belief and tradition. And not only that, you would have been deemed in leagues with the devil. And believe it or not, the Inquisitions were only officially disbanded sometime in the 1800s. Uh, so it hasn't been that long. And I can't help but to feel that we've learned nothing from the Inquisition and the witch trials. And every time the average person was condemned or fed to lions or tortured and beheaded for going against the so-called established order of things. I can't help but to feel that history and humanity has not yet truly understood or evolved beyond the pogrom of culture and ethnicity. It hasn't evolved past the nuclear holocaust or the eugenics campaign of superior breeding and heredity. 
nor have we moved beyond the exaltation of humans who are disguised as authority figures and institutions in which their sole function is to control the thoughts and opinions of the mass population. For while media has never been this technologically advanced, the ability to beam a message into a home every 24 hours a day, uh, that same purpose and function of the Grand Inquisition and the Pope's and the Papal Mandates and the social engineering dictatorship of reality has always existed. History has always been manipulated, and it has always been rewritten, and it has always been revised for the purpose of being a control mechanism. Now, dear listeners, I have uh, nothing to finish this episode off with today, really. I don't have a grand finale or a punchline for today's episode, and I can't reveal the man behind the curtain. But I would like to leave you with a quote from the late, great American comedian Bill Hicks, who is so sorely missed today. And he stated, quote, If television in any way considers itself the moral abiter of our society, I think it goes a long way to explaining the awful situation our culture is in. For television has not informed the people, but instead deformed them by deforming reality and presenting it 24 hours a day on 52 channels. No wonder we feel so confused and afraid and out of control when this is the reflection that is presented to us as life. There can be only one answer. Turn it off. Open your window and listen to the breeze and the crickets and the silence that has nothing to sell us but gives freely. This is reality. All I can say is I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. I hope you'll tune in next week. I hope you'll listen to previous episodes. Um, and I hope if you do enjoy the episode, you might leave some feedback or share a link to this podcast. Um, opinions, critiques, always welcome. That being said, stay tuned for our next episode where we will discuss a few distinct cases in the history of ufology and the idea of ancient aliens. And once again, you can help support this podcast by visiting www.conspiraporn.com. And if you're feeling extra supportive, uh, you can check out my website for original art at www.geneticmemory.online. And every purchase of my art will not only go to helping to keep this podcast running, help motivate me to keep things going forward, but a portion of the proceeds will also go to support other independent artists, musicians, bands, and writers. Uh, so please be sure to visit geneticmemory.online. Uh, there's over 300 pieces of my original art posted and available for purchase over there, and which it's, it will keep this podcast running and alive, and it'll help a few independent artists and musicians with every purchase. And as we close today's episode, uh, I'm going to leave you with a cover song by the artist Sade uh, that I recorded during a practice with a local band I was in a few years ago by the name of Sonic Dioxide. Uh, this is a badly recorded uh, live rehearsal, uh, but hope you'll enjoy it and appreciate the effort. And if you are in a band or a musician and you'd like to be featured on this podcast, please feel free to hit me up. And the same goes for anyone who might be interested in submitting articles for the website or being featured on this broadcast. Thank you once again for listening. Until next time, peace profound.